do you know about what I'm going on? Where you can get news about the Jamaican culture and just learn about how Jamaicans are doing as a yard and abroad. You get to learn a new Jamaican Patwa word or even a Jamaican phrase. I look forward to the Patwa word of the day. The Patwa word is Pasa Pasa. Word today is Taco Ram. Our word of the day is Duffy. Twang. No little, no little twang. Not true. I enjoy tuning in to what a go. It happens every Friday at 7 p.m. So check them out. And bye from Toronto. Dogs, Quebec, it's La Jamaica. Écoute, what a one. Yes, I, what a one. I am a big fan of Wataguan. Relevant and entertaining, so keep up the good work. Watch Wataguan. Big up yourself, Wataguan. Wataguan. Yes, I. Wataguan. Watch Wataguan. Well, hello, 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 hello. Wagwan Massive Yard and Abroad. Oh, no, do. It's Friday and Watagwan National is back again with your girl from Bongatown who is still here, still rocking it. It's Friday, so as we know what time it is, time to call your friend, text, WhatsApp, whatever way you choose. Put your head out the window, guard the gate, but make everybody know that Watagwan National is on and your girl from Bungatown is back. We want to welcome back all our listeners who is tuning in on Fresh FM Radio London. And to let you also know that Watagwan is also available as a podcast on Podbeam, Google, Amazon, HiArt, Player FM, and other major podcasting platforms. You can connect with any of these platforms via our website at www.wataguan.ca. Can you believe that today is the last day in the month of June? The year is halfway gone and we're still half, half left, right? Your call, whichever you choose, whether you want it to be half full or half done, you choose. We welcome summer and I suppose some of you know is you're starting to prepare for Christmas. I know I am. For us, it is our final episode in the month of June. As we had said, we were going to be focusing on our men. Today, we'll dive into the needs of our men and we'll get views from Mars and Venus as we unpack that issue. So stay tuned because that will be coming up in Time to Reason. And now it is my favorite time of the show. It is Patwa time. And this is where we share a word or a phrase from our beautiful Jamaican Patwa. And today we're going to share a phrase. And the phrase is, No take shame face, shake kokobe man an. No take shame face, shake kokobe man an. I have never heard this one before. So 
as usual, you know what to do. Keep the thing lively, keep it entertaining. And you do that by commenting down below. So if you're on YouTube, the comment section is below. If you're on Facebook, the comment section is also below. So keep it engaging and just tell me what this means. If you ever hear it before and what you know it means. So not take shame, face, shake, cocoa, be man, and never in my life have I heard that one. Last week was another very informative show. I tell you, Donovan is killing it these days with, with these sessions. Last week, we focused on financial. We had a financial advisor, Dermaine Whitaker, who was helping us to tackle the topic of achieving financial well-being and creating financial wealth. He talked about the impact of our history on our mindset about finances, the knowledge gap which continues to affect us, and the need to plan and apply financial discipline. He encouraged us to become aware of where we are financially and as we do to help someone along. Another fantastic episode on Time to Reason, and I'm sure if you watched, you will agree. I just mentioned that I love it when you engage with me. We love it when you engage with us. So you do that through our different social media platforms. So you do that during the show by commenting or you engage with us by following, liking our content on our social media platform. And that's on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and on our website at www.wataguan.ca. And as always, Guan is two A's. All right. If you missed last week's episode, which was very good, and I think you should, you can check out the replay of Wataguan National on YouTube or on Facebook. Again, the links can be found on our website. It's now time for us to share some events that is happening across Canada. In Calgary, the Haiti Alberta Sports and Culture Club presents Finding Your Roots, Culture and Arts, a showcase of Caribbean history and indigenous roots. It happens this Saturday, July 1st at the JCA building, 611-3208 8th Avenue, Northeast Calgary. The action goes from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Great entertainment and life, light refreshments will be available. You can call 403-499-8558 for more information. And remember, this is a free event. In Calgary, the Jamaican Canadian Association, Alberta, is hosting our annual Grabangalang on Saturday, July 8th. Get real Jamaican cuisine, including jerk chicken, fish, ackee and saltfish, plus curry chickpeas for the vegetarians, and some soup. Order online at jcaalberta.com by July 5th. Pickup is at the JCA building between 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. on July 8th. Make it a date and order yours today. In Toronto, plan and attend the JCA Summer Family Fest picnic on Sunday, July 9th at the Kingsbridge Park picnic area in Niagara Falls. It is $55 for adults, $25 for children under 12. JCA members get $5 off. Price includes transportation, park fees, and refreshments. Book your seats for this fun family event. 
For more information, go to their website at www.jcaontario.org or call 416-746-4956. Reserve your spots today. In Montreal, the Jamaican Association of Montreal presents Jamaica Day on July 22nd, 2023 at the Martin Luther King Park. And that is at 3220 Avenue, Appleton, Montreal. The event goes from noon to 8 p.m. For more information, call 514-737-8229. Save the date and plan to have a great time. Now, just a little tops and news from Dungayad. World champions, Jamaica spank Greece 3-1 to to take the Special Olympics football gold. Ooh, now that's an applause right there. The Special Olympics Jamaica SOJ men's unified footballers lived up to their pre-tournament hype when they took off chilly and rainy weather to defeat Hellas, Greece, 3-1 to one in the gold medal match at the World Games. Tavari Spencer, Tajay Abel, and Damian Garden got the goals for the Jamaicans in the seven-a-side Division One finals at the Olympia Park as temperatures averaged a relatively low 17 degrees Celsius on Friday. Um, Lea Servas scored the goal, scored the Greek team's lone goal. The gold took Jamaica's medal tally to 11 at the Berlin 2023 Games, with a number of finals to be contested in tracks, track and field, badminton, and volleyball. It is now time for my next favorite part of what I go on, and that is time to all a little reason with none other than the big man himself, Donovan Simon. So grab your coffee and some tough crackers and stay tuned because it's now time to all a little reason. Thanks for taking the channel. All right. Uh, no, that's, 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 that's What's up, Nicole? Yeah, yeah. There, there. Boy, I'm yes, really there, but I'm there. I'm in a different yeah. spot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have to declare to everybody. 
watching or listening that you might hear screeps and creeps and different stuff because I'm 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 in the homeland where reality is a little different at nights than yeah. my regular home, Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> but all good stuff. I, I'm enjoying the, the noise. I hope you can yeah, catch up on recording and bring it back so we can use that as white noise. Now for declare it. Now for declare it from now. Yeah. Know, so all people might you know <laughs> and also because of that the the, the the connection is 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 not as solid. But you know how we're going to make it happen. Yes. Part of what Taiwan is about. And tonight we're going to keep the keep the vibes going. I think we've had some great shows and tonight we're going to see if we can uh have Mars and Venus share some perspectives. Yeah uh, it's it's interesting that we're doing it this week when Virgin Galactic did its first space tourism flight. You know how much a, a seat for the flight? Oh, well, I can imagine. I won't even think of that's like so like $150,000 for a seat on Virgin Galactica. So save your money. Can you remember what, what Dermian said last week? Yep. Save, save your money. No, my feet my <laughs> is firmly and nicely grounded on planet Earth. I'm good. Uh, don't worry yourself, but I yeah, do I go close to, the, close to Mars. I don't know. You might ask one of your cousins. No, man, that's okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll continue to be in the distance. You might see one of your cousins. Anyway, for whatever reason, I try to make yeah, this man, thing work. All right. Yeah, man, all right. Have a good reason. Folks, uh, welcome again to another Time to Reason here on Water God. My name is Donovan. And tonight we're going to dive into a little topic about men. You know, we're, we've been talking about our men during june and what do they really need uh i could have been on the, the 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 receiving end of the questions but i thought i'd get two two great personalities to come and share some of their perspectives uh with us uh, i think all of you have watched what i go on last season or shelly so shelly morgan is going to join us and live out of jamaica is she kind of had a goal uh she kind of shelly Welcome to A Time to Reason on What the Guan, Shelly, Shekinah. Yeah. Blessings, <laughs> blessings. Shekinah. Yeah, yeah. Nice Hello. to see you. Good night, Shelly. Finally, I'll tell you. Yes. Right, so since, since you know Shekinah, since Shekinah know you, maybe some of these questions will be easier to answer. <laughs> Well, because Shakana, you went to Edna Manley, correct? I did. Wonderful. Yeah, for like a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right, listen, I'm at the topic because one, I'm the conscious of the background noise and also the, the quality of my internet connection. There, there is this thing that men are from Mars, women are from Venus. And uh, I don't know if there's, there's any truth to it. So I'm going to ask both of you. Uh, is, is, is there any truth to that perspective? Shelley, let's start with you. Female perspective first. Well, I mean, you're talking about a man and a woman. Obviously, we're coming from different physical, mental, spiritual spaces. And that's why I am so attracted to my husband, because he embodies the entire manhood um, that I want, that I like. So coming and, and, you know, sometimes we say it in a negative, adding some negative connotation, women are from Venus and men are from wherever they are from. Um, it's two different embodiment of energies. 
and and that attract or sometimes repel. Um, so I don't know. It 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 really just two and different energies that are wonderful to embody. Shekana, what what's your take? Um, I, I don't know if we're that far apart in terms of Venus and Mars because you know men and women have both components inside of them. It's just apparently one will be more dominant than the other or it might fluctuate at certain times. But I don't think we're that different. However, I think okay, we saying, are made to operate differently in general. So it's, it's, I don't, I wouldn't say it's two different planets, but it's two different variations of the same species. Let's put it that way. So it, there are a lot of workings out that it takes, you know, in terms of one dealing with the other and just being sure that, you know, you're fully understood on both sides of the spectrum. It can take some work, but yeah. All right. I'm going to continue that because you use the word understood. And there seems to be seemingly this perception of constant misunderstanding. Uh, Shekinah. Is that, is that a reality when, when you talk to other guys, other men or women uh, and people from other planets, you know, however they identify? Do you hear this concept of misunderstanding about our men? I do. I, I, I hear it. Um, sorry, you might hear my mother in the background as well. She's having a session of her own, so we're sharing the table. But there's a lot of misconception about, I guess, our approach or what men need. Or let's say, for example, I don't know if you, if you go through the uh, Jamaica Observer or the Jamaica Greener, the comments on on their social media pages, you'll see the kind of rhetoric going on between men and women, especially when you have maybe like a domestic abuse case or. This is some of the crimes that are reported. And for the man, in the man's eyes, what it looks like is we're now in the age where women are supposed to be protected, loved, taken care of, uh, no violence against women and children, right? But at the same time, if a man is a victim, then you hear that he did something to cause the woman to do it. So there's a lot of men feeling slighted because they don't feel like they have a voice they don't feel like they matter man and dog and for the women every woman is a queen even if she's not behaving like one i still have to treat her that way so while i personally don't mind taking care of our women loving our women uh raising them up to where they can use our support, I suppose, because I have seen where women have made strides uh, since way back in the day, especially on the Western side of the world. But the man doesn't seem to be that important or necessary anymore. So it, it's, it feels a bit lopsided. And then to add to that now, where you, the women might have a stronger community to say, this is how to be a woman, you know, the sisters, the aunties, uh, everybody's there and kind of giving that feedback, giving that banter, they're more emotionally in tune and they're given that kind of permission from a younger age. But for the men, uh, expressing emotion would probably be repressed or held back. Uh, a lot of young men didn't have fathers growing up or they weren't close to their father. Uh, 
just men relating to men there's a lot of ego at play so even before any interaction begins you have to establish the ego who is in this conversation and make sure it's a boy can't bad me up and rate before you even get anywhere conversationally and it might not be outward but it, it could just be in action it could just be with a look especially if a woman is present you see the various signs now every man trying to establish a little bit of dominance uh so it's it's a lot to take in and and for the women i know too that they have suffered a lot at the hands of men so in a lot of um traumatic reactions as well um, that's, 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 a, that's a whole lot of perspectives and some of them you, you, you take on even before i got there Shelly, i want to wind back a little bit though and establish this concept of need when you look on as a woman and and and, and we talk about the needs of men i'm going talk about jika me and brethren uh how do you how do you put that in context the, the issue of need um you know we also have to realize that i too have need obviously so there is a balancing act that that takes place in um, me acknowledging his needs and he acknowledging mine and you know when i was reflecting on the topic um i i was talking to g and i was saying you know it's funny because people might look at our relationship and might think yeah man but the fact is that we did two and a half years of premarital counseling with a reverend that was totally radical to ensure that we could identify each other's needs, that we had a common conversation. And, and what is now, 10, 12 years later, we still refer to our lessons within um, that we had. So needs are communicated. And once you have that, 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 that method of communication that um, works between you and that man, uh, as a woman, and the man, it, um, it works. And, and sometimes the communication can also communicate that. Sometimes you say, you know, Meda, take me. That simply means anything you say to me is going to be taken the wrong way. And he knows. Sometimes we had a take you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The hormones. And sometimes you not even realize that, you know, it's that time of the month. And him have to say, well, um, Shelly, uh, I'm like, oh, <laughs> it ain't me, it's the little devil. Um, so needs comes from and, and fulfilling the needs really come from communication. And you're not born, and sometimes even if you're not, you're not, you didn't, you weren't surrounded by that male figure to teach you. As adults, we have to find a way to teach ourselves and to see what work and don't work. Because we, we, we have eyes and ears to see what and what work and don't work in other person's relationship. So even that is a teaching um, moment for all of us. Yeah. Shekinah, uh, from, from a male perspective, and when you look around at the bridge, you think many of our men truly understand what their needs are and can effectively communicate them? And is that part of the problem sometimes? <laughs> it's a huge part of the problem because what kind of needs no it's starting to sound vulnerable it's starting to reach into some territories that men don't usually even think about because 
as far as a man is concerned, my only needs are getting money, getting a woman, and I guess living a life that you can show off with and say I've accomplished something. But if you begin to break it down more now and say, what is that like? Um, how do you define it? Nobody's really sure. You need to leave. Uh, you, can, you keep man. hearing that man are this, man are that, but you're seeing all kinds of men. You're seeing, I think the it's first big issue would have to be the fact it's that it's seeing a work. successful black man, it's almost still something of a rarity, even now, um, now that you have social media coming with more information about black graduates and people accomplishing different things. But we're, we're still at that mindset of saying, hey, I can be that black man. You know, I can actually have this research paper. I can actually uh, build this automobile. It's not just white man. It's not just Chinese man. You know, and then after that, no, it's about, I guess, a focus on ready? sex and sexuality. There's this hyper focus on just how much woman you have. Why I deal with her and, and, and if we can even share and how much money them take and so it's it that that whole thing of seeing a future, seeing a direction in life. Yeah. Mm. If that part is not very clearly defined, then you have a lot of men who just kinda keep going on the short term pleasure, you keep going for just what you can see in front of you right now, but the rest of life doesn't even come to your consciousness. Uh, Shelley, how do you think the generational impact from women to one generation of women to another generation of women influence how they see the conversation we're having and then also influence the communication between men and women? Um, give me that question again. The, how, how do you think the, the generational effect? So, the way you see your mother relate to mm -hmm. male needs and your mm -hmm. grandmother and others, mm -hmm. how does that, do you think, translate into how you see it and how others, you know, see it over time? It's fun you should ask because, again, on reflection, I realized that um, I observed as a child the relationships around me, including my mother and my father. And I took it upon myself to see, and in my childlike manner, what worked and what didn't. And from that perspective, I knew I had to, and you know, in everything that I do, have to kind of take it up another level um, to learn and to learn more as to be a better a, a, a wife. Um, I think that's a challenging question. Because I think it really is individual, what the individual is exposed to, how the individual wants to create their lives. I hear um, Shekinah talking about these men who are only seen um, as far as today and tomorrow and not even looking beyond tomorrow. Um, I think just having that limited perspective would limit how how you would change the conversations from one generation to the next because and 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 for me as a lifelong educator i really think education not just in the classroom 
but having a mentor, having somebody to support you, having somebody who looks like you, who you know around the corner, who have a good relationship, who can, you know, articulate how they feel as a man, I think, and even as a woman, that would make you go, hmm, tan Shelley. But, you know, you don't have to shout when you're upset. You can calmly say, I'm not feeling really well right now. You know, let's just take a five minutes break. You know, so I don't know. Um, Donovan, you unmute. Let me bring Shakina in on that because it's a good point you're making, you know, Shelly, as to what you see, right? Influencing how over time. Because okay. let's, let's say I grew up seeing my father getting the big piece of chicken every Sunday and, and, and my mom thinking that that is what he needs. When, when I'm not really the big piece of chicken anymore, I take it still. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but what of the other needs? What of the emotional needs? What, what of, you know, the, the conversational needs? What of the, the sexual needs, intimacy, and all the things that possibly never match the facts and get the big piece of chicken? Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. And I'll come in on this in terms of generationally. Uh, do you think it influences how men see their own needs and how those needs are communicated to their partners, if at all? If at all, is that's very important. Um, it will it will affect it a lot because. Okay. The, 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 okay. So you'd, you'd first have to look at what a man is expecting from a woman. Let's put it that way. So I don't know if you guys are aware of the kind of revolution going on right now, the red pill and blue pill, uh, manosphere and the female universe kind of a thing. So essentially, the two genders seem to be in a perpetual war. And one side is claiming the women of today, they're not wifely enough, they're not feminine enough, they're not soft enough. They don't want to be wives, they just want to take money and get divorced, go on the children can cook all of that the women are saying these men they're not worth nothing they can't build a house they can't fix a car they can't change the tile they can't even make money and if you give them sex you might regret it so it is out of that now that people are trying to now build relationships today <laughs> and a lot of it has to do with the fact that a lot of it has to do with the fact that what I'm saying is before you do come out of the just who I am, who I am to, to express to myself to this woman who could potentially hurt me, who could if that light oh, is not perfect example. So Shelly mentioned they don't want to go. But responding calmly to being upset. I'm, to I'm not sure I know of a man who would necessarily take a break and say let's calm down for five minutes and then get back to this because if i don't hurt you right now i'm not telling you that you're wrong it's almost like that's the mental space so that need to respond with violence it, it's almost and i've experienced this it's like you you can't even you see because the words are not there you don't know what they are if you know what they are, you don't think they'll be taken seriously. And probably if you brought it up before, then she use it back when she nagging you or when argument come up, you'll go hear it back again. So for some guys, now they just get to punching, get to kicking. 
if they don't get okay, physical, they get verbally abusive and the aim is to just hurt and to have power over. And to... So that thing about communication, that thing about giving of myself to you, sharing in this moment, it would almost be seen as gay. Because man for dominate, man for before on the place. And another note though, what need is being expressed in that in that circumstance? There must be the need for love. It must be the genuine need for love. Forgive me. I mean, it's it's a basic it what has to be done. I mean I don't know. Okay, so I met my husband in Jamaica, right? And me know so you asked Shakaina a question, but yeah. Um and when I was there, I kept saying, I hear people talk, no good man not dead. No, because I'm a good woman, so good man must be. So Shakaina, I hear you talking in this very about our men. Um but I, I would beg to to say that there are there are a few good men and that these men can communicate and that these men can support and share what they want and identify what their needs are um it, it is it is for the gentlemen who are unable to do that that we need to find some way of supporting them um on reflection on even my husband his dad and up to this day he talks about that every time him him, him creates something is about his dad so that male figure was always there and they had a perfect relation. His mother and father, not a perfect, but they had a good relationship. They had like eight children. Um, so I think for him, seeing his father and the gentleness and the hardworkingness, for want of a better word of his father, also shaped who he was and who he is. And so I, I am not going to take it that all our man them tanso and 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 that it is not from a, a a space of need of love and understanding and even sometimes having their basic needs met that 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 translate in this kind of behavior um because if we don't find some solution then we're in problems is, is, it, a, is it a function though and Shekinah, before you respond, is the function though of it not being clearly expressed, whatever that need is? So shall we talk about the need for love or the need for respect or the need for recognition or the need for attention, whatever that need is? Is it because it is not effectively communicated, which is why in some cases it's not fulfilled? You are not saying not, not the person interpret is as you want x when really you want y is, is that is that sometimes what you what what we see of our men Shekinah? It, yeah because from from the beginning is from childhood let's use childhood right according to some studies i've seen last year i believe that uh girls get more opportunity to just express more in terms of like words feelings emotions girls tend to do a lot more of the expression and use a lot more words and you know more nuances and language and stuff like that uh for a lot of men it's just who would have cared to listen for and i mean i know there are good men 
I know there are men who are great fathers, great sons, uh, a lot of gentlemen are around, they're doing their thing. But I don't know, in my personal experience, and not a lot of them are in the majority are necessarily looking fulfilled in that capacity. You see them, you know, they're here and there. But it's almost, it almost feels that like there is something they have that you do not. So maybe they got more love in their family or maybe they have a wife who was actually good for them or some unknown reason. But for the majority of the men, and especially where dance hall is concerned, especially where rap music is going, even if you are trying your best to be that good man, you will regularly see examples of good men who get cloned. Because the good man is cloned, you know. The woman loves him. But the good man is cloned on the male side. And according to the rhetorics going on right now, the thing is this. When you are good, when you are nice, apparently there are two different things. When you are respectful and all of that, apparently it doesn't get the woman's blood running. It doesn't interest her in a way that makes her no, want no. to stay with you make her want no, no. to submit I'm to you that that word's going around everywhere as well I'm it doesn't get her to give in to your spot. needs if you want sex you probably have to wait like this 30 day rule about that waiting you? you can't tell a man to say you need to wait 90 days 30 days and go and look at your love because we've we've now established that that's a sin spending the money on her that's a clone what are you getting in return nothing you're a clone. So even stuff like that needs for sex, needs for, I guess, money, but that might be in the minority because men don't really look to women for money necessarily. I'd much rather have my own money than to have some of them do it, man. Some of them look to money. I understand, but I want to hit a pause because Shelly has enough experience in dance all as well. Shelly, I want to bring you in on it. But more on culture and how culture, especially Jamaican culture, has influenced how either men express their need or how their need is, is perceived based on some of these cultural expressions. From a female perspective, what are some of the things you have seen from our culture and dancehall in particular? Um, let me start by saying I long left <laughs> the whole discourse of dancehall many moons ago. I'm into healthy aging and aging well, Donovan. So take me out of your mix-up. However, however, culture obviously will impact our men. And our men has as they represent themselves, as they express themselves, as they understand themselves. And dance hall music has been, uh, <laughs> continues to be a large influencer, especially for young um, Jamaican men. I am unable to speak specifically to it because I have been removed from that space. But I would imagine that a lot of the behaviors a lot of the norms, the values, a lot of what is deemed to be where you must have, yeah, um, and who you must be, forget the respect, is being sung, is being DJed about, is being expressed by the women who are also saying, 
I just say must have. I just how you must express yourself. Arminago, there with you, yeah. Um, so culture has a large part to play, um, obviously. But I, I would, I, it would not be Shelley for me not to say that culture is one thing, yes. But you also have to take it on an individual perspective, and if what you see out there is not working for you there are other ways you have to expose yourselves to education through um following the right person on twitter and social media the right person you know um expanding yourself beyond the, the shores of jamaica um i i, I am very saddened to, to, to hear chakana talk about very limited um reference of these you know g type of men um but i i don't believe him and i think there are many out there because i know shakana is one of them I, I, I mean okay let me i'll use myself so yes i i might veer towards a more negative view or a darker view and as uh, based on my idea. perception would be tinged with like persistent depression and PTSD and so every day I wake up is kind of a dark day but yes make the best out of it yes you know uh, I appreciate that I don't know if I'll ever necessarily yeah it, it kind of impacts so I see everything and everyone and all of these situations so I don't want it to make it I sound like that. old Jamaican men are just terrible no, cause one. On the right. other hand, it is no, no. As in the right thing. <laughs> I and I, I applaud you for that, you know, because you have great men right out right. there. But I think it's really just the understanding. The the, the thing is, I am able to relate to so many other men mm. who, even though their feelings might not last as long as mine. Mm. They actually get what I'm saying. That's why mm. they don't even really talk much. I, I see everybody with a school mm. face until they get them talking and then they tell you about what happened when they were a child, what happened with their mm. parents, the girl what them did love mm. first time. Me you might probably never get back that vulnerability again. So whenever mm -hmm. it does come up, I just mm -hmm. try to latch on to it and then sometimes you feel when they kind of shrink away, you know, because they realize oh, I feel exposed. Even mm -hmm. if there's no one else around, it's just that feeling that I could bear myself. Mm -hmm. That feeling that I could talk about something and not hide it out and not stab mm -hmm. it out mm -hmm. and still be a man. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. uh, it might take a while to get. And that's yeah. a tremendous point, Shekina. Absolutely yeah. tr tremendous point about how our experiences and how the male experiences that many of us have seen lead us to question if the other side of the equation, whatever is on the other side, is understanding what those needs are and what is really, what the person is trying to express and also what the person has gone through. I want, I want to add two questions before I wrap up, which is one is, Shelley, this one is for you. Mm. What are some of the things that you as a woman do and encourage other women to do to understand that our men have needs and not that women don't have needs now, but our men have needs and here are some things that I have to do as a woman 
to deal with my man. All right, I'm going to start this off with a short story. So I tell you that we went premarital counseling for two and a half years. And one of the hardest lessons that, and the longest lesson that that Reverend taught me was how to be ladylike. I cried. Him gave me some pamphlet from 1924. And I was just so, cause I was, you know, I was hitting it. I was getting it. I was finishing up my PhD. I was, but no, I need to realize who I am in this relationship. And so for me, Stepping back into my space as a woman that I agree is my space, that feminine space. Um, and, and finding a way to communicate with that man. Mind you, the gentleman also has a role to play because he needs to step up and be the man. He needs to step up and embody that maleness that I need for me to, yes, submit and for me to experience my own womanhood um, and my own femininity, femininity, yeah? Um, so I think one of the things, and a lot of my girlfriends would talk about is learning how to step into your graciousness and your stillness and, and, and observe. Because sometimes a gentleman, especially if he's not good at communicating, will say things with the eyes, the sharp words, and all you need to do is learn. And again, their books, their workshops, their seminars, educate yourself because a lot of us are, are, are ignorant to how to even operate as a full-fledged woman. We have all of this, but still not know how to operate as women. And so to demand our men to trust us with their manhood it's a little bit much and hypocritical. Good, good point. Shekana, what are some things that our men need to do, in your opinion, as part of getting that needs question expressed in a way that is clear to whoever is on the other side of the equation? The good thing about the whole alpha sphere conversation now is that you had a few men who were saying, while it is good and great for a woman to submit, who is she going to submit to? So they now started going and making accounts about how to be men. So before you even talk about needs, in the most extreme form of this philosophy, before even talking about needs, are you making money? Are you working out? Are you sleeping well? Are you eating properly? Are you going to school or getting a trade? How are you building your country and your society? Do you deserve to have a woman right now to do any form of submission at all? Right? And then from... Because if you even break down the basic needs, uh, if you have food and water, young lady then that's just what you need to do is find the self-fulfillment so she can have somebody she likes being with because it can easily turn into a hostage situation and just to know that the showing power is not everything you know they sometimes we can put down the ego sometimes men can be soft sometimes men do have effeminate tendencies sometimes 
we really okay. just need to cry and just yeah, feel for so, like a five minutes or something. Um, and if we don't do it intentionally, then it will happen to us at some point. Because when I'm ready for ball, I ball, you know. I didn't know. <laughs> I, just, I just go through the motions. But it takes a lot of processing, a lot of figuring out who I am, what, what do I want. And from there, you know, I can say, okay, this is what I need. <clears throat> And, and to that, I'm able to keep up my end of the bargain. Yeah, yeah. Coming, submission also has its power. Ah. And, I've, and it has taken me years. It's how long my married now? 10, 11, knowing is with the about 15 years. Long to realize that with my submission ah. is my power and my happiness. Listen. On that note, God, we could do this. Well, I love the energy, but I also yeah, no, because go on, Shakira, go on, go on, I go and make you say. No, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm saying on. even the most important part tonight. You see, you see, when she submits to the man, now it almost it, knowing that your woman trusts you, it's like a whole new feeling. You just feel like Superman. You feel invincible once you can do what you're supposed to be doing even if she's not a great woman the fact that you can do what you're doing can bring out the best in her and if it's supposed to work it will be beautiful amen all right listen on that note we can end on an amen shelly shekinah this has been absolutely energizing i appreciate both of you joining me here on a time to reason on what to go on i'm sure those who have watched get something from this one Thank you both very, very much. Bye. All right, take care. Go. Blessings, yes. blessings. Thank you. the track that should come out but uh another gem another one i like the way it ended though yes. in submission you find power and if if we understand that then maybe it solves many of the issues that we may face so Maybe that's a big takeaway. Yeah. It's one about understanding the need of our men. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and I kind of say maybe we're 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 more alike than than we think. Yeah. And maybe if there's that acknowledgement about how alike we are, then uh, I think there might be a better appreciation of it. Bit, yeah. A few yeah. comments here and there uh, during the show, Glenn. Yeah, so Glenn, that is a gem, Shelley. Oh, true. Right. That true. Lee, Lee joined us and said good evening. Oh, nice. Lily, up. Long time. Remember, Miss Carapu, Miss Lilette. I'm not get into that. I know you don't carry check luggages, yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to get into that.
but in particular, like, and I, and I know people often don't say that. I was in a, a ceremony with some indigenous folks the other day, and they mentioned the same thing, that we're born with two energies, masculine and feminine. And it's just that some of us play into one part more. Some people dance between. So I find it interesting that uh, a Jamaican man yeah. saying the same thing. Like, and I think we all acknowledge it, though. I think yeah. the issue is more culture. Yes. Where our culture has found a way over time to, to say to us, don't embrace both elements. Mm. Or one element should be significantly more dominant and seen right. than others. Yeah. And yeah. then you, you try to comply. Yeah. Because who, who wants to truly be a misfit? Well, sure. Right? You don't. So therefore, why you think you get the dolly and and, and, and me get one truck as a kid? Yeah. Right? Or yeah. like I said, why why do you see your dad get the big piece of chicken? Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, Can I you, you, you never see your father Sunday dinner or him dinner look? <laughs> I want to tell you a quick little story. My mother in law um, <laughs> she's a little she's a very troublesome little man so apparently you know as usual the man get a bigger piece of meat so my youth getting dinner I and mean, he looking at his father <laughs> plate he say bigger than him he nicely cook <laughs> yeah take take that and say like where you take this for like like yeah yeah right but but those are things that you see and if over yeah. some time you don't unlearn these things yeah Right, then you you still you're thinking that is how it should be, and and then you you pass that on to the yeah. next generation. Right? And I just hope that uh, you know as we grow, sometimes we can critically look at our upbringing uh, and decide that mm, there's some things you have to unlearn. Yeah, yeah, definitely have to. You know, and I've said that in a number of shows. You have to unlearn yeah. some things. Some things where them did teach, we did wrong. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Your mother, your granny, and your father, and whoever grew you, yep. right? Some of the things them did wrong. And, and we, have to, we have to make sure that we're not perpetuated. Yes. Anyway, another good one. I love the energy, you know? And, yeah. and yeah. you know, give give some thanks because the internet's full up on the yeah, I know, right? Books, but, <laughs> I think, you know. Yeah, man. <laughs> anyway, yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right, cool. See you next one. Big one. Trust me. Yeah. I, want, I want people to come out for that one. We're going to talk about. Uh, well, you'll talk about it a little more, but that one yeah, that should be good. All right. All right. Take it easy. Yeah, man. Cool. All right, folks. There you had it. There you have it. <laughs> um, another episode of Time to Reason. And I hope you listen and you collected some good little gems. And let's see how we can use it. And we need to go back to the Patwa phrase. And I don't see any anybody I say anything. But remember, the phrase this week was not take shame face, not take shame face, shake cocoa man and and that means not to engage in something that makes you feel uncomfortable. So this is another one. Write it down in your book. Take a picture because you can use it somewhere somehow. If you use it to Canadians, they might not understand. But hey, you're Jamaicans. Just drop it wherever you can whenever you're ready. So this week, not take shame face, shake. Let that phrase guide you this week. Don't engage in something that makes you feel 
uncomfortable. So next week show, and as Donovan was saying, we're really wanting to tune in for the one day. So next week, we're going to look at violence against our women and children, the issues and the trend. There have been many incidents of violence against our women and children. The trend continues seemingly unabated. What can be done? What is really happening in our homes and communities? How is human trafficking affecting women and children in Jamaica? Join us next week as we speak to Dr. Heather Dawn, Lawson Myers, and Stacey Ann Smith from Pursued International. They will join us to shed light on what is happening in Jamaica and the world and the things they are doing to tackle the issue on the streets and other places where it is real. Lots to learn and address. You really want to join us for that episode. So remember to come back. That happens next week. Friday, July 7th. Remember, you can share your messages on Wataguan. So share your stories and experience. Advertise with us as we continue to grow. You can contact us via wataguan.ca or on any of our social media handles, which is Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Instagram, YouTube, or our website. You can connect with us also via email at wataguancnd at gmail.com. And as always, Guan is two A's. Follow the thing, please. Follow, share, subscribe, like. Share it like or you share good food or bad food, but share it. So our social media again is Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. So share it. So help us to grow and make Wataguan National Universal. It is now the end of the week. Enjoy your Friday if you're in Canada. Enjoy your long weekend. But it is your girl saying, Una take care and walk good. See you next week.